You just like Shrek because you look like it. I do like, like Shrek. You look like it. Yes. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you, that's offensive. What, to, to ogres? I look like Shrek. Sort of kind of do. You have little. How? Your ears and your head. That's offensive. And your voice. And your bone structure. No. And your size. <laughs> Pretty much everything about you screams oh. Shrek. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. And welcome, welcome back to Board Game Snobs, the podcast where we talk about board games and other things, mainly board games, but sometimes other things. I'm Jerry, and my co-host, Gabby, hey, the Nickelback of podcasters. <laughs> Why's that? Just like uh, I used to love Nickelback in the day. You did? <laughs> who didn't? If you're being honest with yourself, who didn't like Nickelback? The first time I heard Nickelback, I was at a bowling alley. <laughs> of course, that's where they, they belong. That, that one song that that was famous for that made them famous. Which one? Uh, you remind me. It's sad that I just rolled that off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just got this completely. Fifteen years ago, remember that song? I did not remember their number one song. You remind? Yeah, that was like the song that they. How's wrote. it go? It's uh, it's about how you remind me of something, and uh, do not pl- do not. We will not have another repeat of the Inya incidents. You don't know. We are not playing any Nickelback. You I, don't know. No, we're I not. Might. We cannot play Nickelback. Not be- no, <laughs> no, not because I'm afraid of another injunction. You don't know. But I just don't want to hear any Nickelback. They how went. Do you know? Okay, Nickelback is cheesy. Yes. But when they were popular, they were good. The country was suffering when they, when they were good. We needed a hero, and they were. I just I referenced don't another. Need another I just, hero. No, I was referencing Nickelback oh, song. Tina hero. Turner, I went classic. I love Tina Turner. Oh, you did. Re- <laughs> Sweaty windows, hero. steamy windows, steamy windows, huh? steamy what are you windows. Talking about? Yeah, you don't. Tina know Turner, steamy windows. What are you talking about? I've been Whitney Houston. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I know what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about games that didn't steam my windows. Hold on, though. Wait. Now, we got to finish this Nickelback thing. No. You've sent me down a wormhole. See, this is what happens. I get interested, and I start doing research. Nickelback, their number, their top song on iTunes is Rockstar. Which they are not. Just like a paper bag never. No. I don't know why that lyric sticks That's out in my terrible. head. That's terrible. Let me... Let me here's... Since, since today's podcast okay. is about talking about We're games. We're going to try to be professional this podcast. Since this podcast is talking about games today that I did not quite like, that I found to be mediocre at BGG Spring 2018, uh, it's very fitting that we talk about Nickelback. Mediocre or even bad. Yes, yeah, some were bad. Some were very bad. On, the, uh, on a scale of, like, let's say Nickelback, Bare Naked Ladies, the band. Wait. Down to... Uh, Bare Naked Ladies? Welcome to the old apartment. That, that they're that's good. They're good for like if I had a million dollars. Yeah, that well, they're good for like one CD. Those and after are that. two good songs. No, yeah, <laughs> but after that, they just kind of they wear on you. They wear on you. I'll give you that. So I'm talking about that level of irritation. Of oh just, wait, wait. Now instead of Bare Naked Ladies, let's go Smash Mouth. They're coming to town here in about a month. <laughs> that's pretty bad when you have to come to southeastern Oklahoma. <laughs> To uh, Choctaw Casino. Choctaw Casino. If you're touring the Choctaw Casinos, <laughs> you rented the Bare Naked <laughs> Ladies. 
You and might be towards them. the uh, the end of your uh, hotness. You're on the way down. <laughs> You're on the way down. Oh, oh that's man, sad. that's mad. That's where we live. That's, that's... People come to visit where we live when things aren't going, going good. good. I'll never forget. I'll never forget at at the local casino that does the entertainment, which is just this is. I'm talking about our casino that's in a town of like 500 people. They had, I kid you not, my man Kevin Costner and his band. What? Did you know he had a band? I did. But he he showed up, put on a great show, and then next weekend, you know what they had? Midget wrestling. (laughs) I don't think you're supposed to say that. That's what they advertised it up. That's what they advertised it? Yes, it was the the midget martial, mixed martial arts. It was the (laughs) NNNA. It was the... The meh. It meh. Oh, yeah, it was bad. That's and so wrong. People down here were not offended by it. Of course, no. And that's what got me. It was terrible. We're not, like, not in a place that's super PC. Oh, it was bad. And that made me very sad to realize that here's Kevin Costner, <laughs> who's back on television, apparently, uh, <coughs> with his band. He's playing with his band. Um. <laughs> Southeastern yeah. Oklahoma, the place where you're where you come to die. <laughs> the place where bands come, come to, to die. die. I uh, wish I had Smash Mouth tickets. Um, again, I'll be honest. Back in the day, I was a Smash Mouth fan. You just like Shrek because you. Look I do like, like Shrek. You look like it. Yes. Wait. <laughs> what? How do you, that's offensive. What to, to ogres? I look like Shrek. Sort of kind of do. You have little How? your ears and your head. That's offensive. And your voice and your bone structure. No, that's <laughs> your size. <laughs> Pretty much everything about you screams oh, Shrek. I meant to. Okay, never mind. Go never ahead. mind. I'm referencing. Uh, no, no, ahead. we've already talked too much. We have to get into board gaming. All right, board games. All Is right. That, I forgot that's what we're about. Yes. So and we're supposed to be snobbish. Even we are snobbish. And I'm going to start off by slaying a sacred cow of snobbishness. All right, let's do it. At uh, a game for which many people have heard about. It's getting a lot of love. Entitled Heaven and Ale. Heard of it. Heard of it. Okay. Was Uh, interested. Told you to play it at BGG Spring. Yes, and it was the hotness that they had set up there. Oh, hotness. Yes. And so, basically, someone teaches you the game. You sit down, they show you how to play it, and I just, oh, man, it's themeless, as themeless as a Euro can get, and then a step further. You have your own player board with this field that has two sides to it. Question. Yes. How many do you have that we're going to discuss? Uh, several. As many as I can fit in within 35 minutes. Okay, go ahead. Why? 35, let's do 40. 40? I like 40 minutes. Going 40 minutes? I like 40 minutes. Because, like, when I listen to podcasts, like, 30 minutes is kind of short. Hours. An hour can be a little long. 45 like minutes. 40, 45 minutes. Okay. Now, right. let's do it. Let's see. I'll let's pace myself. Heaven and ale. Post-editing. This needs to be 45 minutes. Oh, post-editing. So, I'll put some nickel back in here. Right. Heaven and ale was a fail. Like oh. my rhyme? Uh, it's right on time. Thank you. Uh, first off, little bitty pieces everywhere. You have a player board that has a light and dark side of the field for which you're supposed to go around this track. Which to which, is, for you, it did not appeal? It did not appeal. Okay. <laughs> that you're just moving around this track, peeking, picking up pieces, putting them on your board. That's 
got these little hexagonal pieces that you put there and uh, driving up tracks on your player board. You have like five or six tracks and it does the it does the old school way of scoring to where you, your scoring at the end closes up like your lowest thing and your highest you don't score your highest points, you score your lowest point type thing. Uh-huh. So you're forced to run things up this track. Anyways, it's been a while since I played it because that was in May, in the May, and I must say that it it I do not understand why this game keeps getting the love that it has. I think it's because of the designer being very famous. Who's the designer? I think it was Fitzer, Alexander Fitzer, wasn't it? Or Cra- 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 maybe it been Kramer. Let uh, me look it up. I don't think it's Fister. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Fister I- puts out nothing but hits. Fister? Heaven and Hell is like, I mean, it's, it was. I, I don't think it's all the go right at this moment. No, I still see people playing it. It is Keesling, <clears throat> Michael Keesling. So it is. Oh, never heard of uh, him. Maybe Keesling and Kramer. Yeah, you know, you've played them games. Anyways, Heaven and Nail was something. I like Euro games. I enjoy Euro games. This was just tracks and pieces. What and does I, the Heaven have to do with anything? You're monks, and you're most uh, supposed to be making beer. Uh, and that was like immediately because I love Friar Tuck. Right. And I really love beer. Love my fat tire. Um, <laughs> but uh, it just didn't, it didn't appeal to me hmm. at all. And matter of fact, I'm just coming out and say it. Don't. Just don't. You have yet to play a game making beer that you like. Didn't like Brewcrasters either. It's just, it's no. It's Mm. just not that great. They can't can't match up to Viticulture. That was my first fail of of the con. BGG. Fail number one. Fail number one. Heaven and Hell. Fail number two. Are you going to do these in order of that you played them there at the con? Or just no, what well, you remembered to write down? What I remembered to write down, but All Heaven right. and Hell was the most disappointing one my, uh, by far. The second most disappointing one to me was a game so called... So we're going to do this in order of... Reverse order. Most I start off with number one because... Okay. <laughs> I start off with number one because of the extra Hanejo. Heaven, Heaven and Hell, you were really thinking was going to be good. You thought it was this... You've heard a lot about it. I was fired and up. And it, it just bombed big time. I was fired time. up and it wasn't any good. So this My, next game didn't quite bomb as big for you. It didn't quite bomb, uh, but this next one was... Uh, uh, okay. Altiplano. Oh. The one with... See, really? See, I would put Altiplano number one. Because, like, we liked Orleans. We loved Orleans when it first came out. We liked Orleans more we kept playing. We kind of like Orleans now. Okay. And Altiplano was supposed to fix it. Altiplano is why... I I enjoy Orleans. However you pronounce it. Orleans. I just don't... It's a bag builder. It's a decent game. It used to be higher up, but it, it's gotten old to me. Uh, but anyways, I'm, I'm looking forward we to playing We have yet to play it with the uh, expansion. The, the expansion. To fix that. I would like to play it with the expansion and give my opinion on it. Altiplano, I was excited because everybody kept saying it fixes Orleans. It's a better game. It's a better game. No. 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 Yeah, no. I was I was shocked by how much I disliked this game. Really? It is. It, it takes... It adds a spatial element to Orleans. Like you have these little little boards, like individual islands yeah. that you set out, and you're bouncing around from here to here and doing these things. And you're getting this and you're getting that. Orleans was easy for me to understand and to see and to say, oh, I got this board here where I'm going out and transporting goods. I got this where I'm working on my player board. I got this that I'm improving the city. Altiplano seemed like they just took everything that was bad about Orleans and expanded it. And I did. I no. What I, does that even mean? 
Alti Plano. Uh, it has something to do with uh, llamas. I don't know. Maybe. Alti Plano Alti has something Plano. to do with llamas? llamas? I, I don't know. Google that. I'm Googling it right Google that. The Alti Plano is a uh, plateau or Bolivian plateau in West Central South America is the area where the Andes are the widest. Hmm. Well, the, I guess that's where llamas live. This game was certainly the dullest. Um, but not as dull as Heaven and Hell. Not Heaven and Hell, I despise. Alta Plano, if someone came to me and said, you're wrong, you're wrong, I wanna, we're going to play this game right now, and I'm going to explain it to you, and I'm going to show you, because I understood it. It's just, I just wasn't seeing the, I didn't see what made it good. If somebody wanted to sit down with Alta Plano and try to talk me out of it, I'll be so fine. So are you raising llamas? No. What does lo- the first player llama deal have to do with anything? It, there, there's llamas there. There's llamas. And everybody, and it was just an easy character. It was an easy theme to put on there. Put a, mm. a llama on the deal. So that was my number two that was particularly... That is disappointing. My number three disappointment was one that I have been wanting to play for a while, wanting to get my hands on. The Captain is Dead. Oh. That one. I yeah. thought that was... I love the art on it. Yeah. I love the little little board. The Captain is Dead is a co-op. I despise co-ops. Yes. But I like the idea of everybody being a crew member on the Enterprise, the cheap Enterprise, the generic mm-hmm. Enterprise, and, and you're bouncing around trying to fix stuff and things are showing... It would, no. It was just pandemic where aliens would spot up in this one spot here and you'd run over there and kill them while this person's over here using cars. It's more like the Oroville. The Orville? <laughs> is that a game? No, that's that TV no, show. Is that still on television? So, yes. Okay. Ooh. Interesting fact. Okay, tell uh, me. Not, actually, not a fact. <laughs> Pure opinion. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I enjoy... Okay, The Orville by Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Which I've not seen. Don't spoil it. Came out me. in the same year that they did a reboot Star Trek Discovery. Which I've also not seen. Waiting for a the DVD. much darker Star Trek. Dark. All this stuff. Okay. Instead of doing a Star Trek... Post next generation, where they have wide open and they can make it whatever they want. Right. They decided to reboot a bunch of stuff. That's what you do this time. They rebooted a bunch. So they set it in this era. They make the Klingons look completely different. Blah, blah, blah. Lots of people didn't like it. I guess I really didn't like it because I had a chance to watch it. I probably watched maybe the six episodes. The Orville, Seth MacFarlane. It was supposed to be like funny, but also a sci-fi show. Like, because it's like a what do you call it? It's like an homage to Star Trek, right? It's making fun of it. The first episode was atrocious. Their humor is atrocious. Seth MacFarlane is a good writer. I don't really care for his acting that much. He looks weird. <laughs> his face <laughs> looks featureless. Anyway. I hope he's not a listener. So. <laughs> I think we're safe. I think we're safe. So the first three episodes, iffy. Yeah. From about the fourth or fifth episode on, it is the Star Trek of our generation. What? It is a solid, solid show with some interesting themes, and it is surprising. Yes, there's some terrible jokes in there. And actually, the next season, they've made a season two, or they're making a season two. And they're supposed to do away with most of the humor, which the humor was the low point. Because I don't know why he can write funny, but whatever he's in is not funny. And they made like these real like low-hanging fruit jokes that are just super cheesy. Kind of like playing uh, uh, Nickelback on your podcast. Go ahead. That's classic. Go ahead. Don't let me do it again. No, go ahead. 
And then, uh, go ahead. So I got it, watched it. I like the Orville. You like the Orville? Almost better than the Star Trek Discovery because it's brighter, it's more chipper, it's more in the spirit of Star Trek. Now, this next game, I was very disappointed. Back to business. It's about the most boring thing that any person can ever engage in. Uh, wait, let me guess. The boring, most boring thing anyone could ever engage Many in. Many people have this as a hobby. Conversation. Nope. Um, That's not a hobby. Well, you, you threw that in as I was guessing. Okay. The most boring thing you can... It's a hobby. Golf. Uh, no, we, we love golf. I don't know, but most people think it's no, boring. No, 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 no. Um, boring than golf. A crossword puzzles. Oh, worse than that. Oh, this, so requ- no this requires you to be outside. Oh, croquet. Badminton? Look, <laughs> fishing. Oh, what? I hate fishing. I like fishing. I grew up fishing. As long as I'm catching fish. No. Nope. Well, you're not catching fish, it is boring. All right. Cold water crown. You're supposed to just enjoy the moment. Cold, it's a nice reset. When cold, you're in water, cold water crown, which has a Kickstarter out with an expansion coming out. I heard everybody brag about this game. Okay. It has a mechanic in it that you have this board. The board's like four different sections, and there's a bunch of fish in each little section. You reach your hand into this bag and pull out what's supposed to be bait, but it's just these different colored jewels that you put in your tackle box. In your tackle so box. you think you're reaching in for bait and pull out jewels? The jewels are supposed <laughs> to be bait. That's a nice surprise. I know. Oh, I found this. <laughs> I know. I went, 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 went crappie fishing and found this diamond. Found this jewel. But Here's an emerald for you. You're putting this, this colored rocks in your in your tackle box makes no sense okay but stay with me now okay the, i'm trying the, the the mechanic of casting your rod and bringing it back is done by this little this this this, this cylinder that has a one on top and a two on the bottom so you place it out there on a one, one on top. and then you go and find another cylinder that's been put out there and you pick it up so it's like cast and bring it back but okay. when you bring it back, you flip it over to a two. Okay. So when you put out a one, it does something different. But when you put out a two, it does something different. And so it's like you're casting your rod, which is kind of interesting, but very irritating okay. because I played this with Enrique, who oh, would never gosh. flip over his his token when he would bring it back. He would never Enrique. flip his rod right. Anyway, and he's never been fishing. No, um, not fishing is. And you basically empty this out. This for hats. You empty out your bait in your tackle box and the last little jewel that comes out of your tackle box whichever section of the tackle box it's in that's the part of the lake and whichever bait you pull out that's the fish you get is it fishing it's a fishing fishing game why are there jewels in it it's supposed to be bait but that's stupid well that's the different colorful tackle i mean that would ruin the thematicness of it well it's like instead of putting like jigs and lures and jig what are you talking about you know, like the little, that's what they call them. They have different types of bait, like worms. You don't know. You, you're sitting here going, I love fishing. You're gesticulating. I, I love, I'm a master fisherman. And I say, I did, not, I did not say master. Minnows, and you're like, I enjoy I don't fishing. You enjoy fishing. What do you I fish I put a with? worm on a hook and I throw it out in the water. You never put a worm on a hook. In your I mouth. have too. What kind of worm? Uh, uh, worms, earthworms, earthworms. Yes. Oh, good point. Every, or every I went wor- to Walmart every and got worm, me some earthworms. Every worm is an earthworm. Whoa, there are no Martian true. worms. What do you? Well, what kind of worms are, did you expect me to say? I use a rattle trap when I went You're fishing. Words when I, don't I was ten years old. What's our rattle trap? It's a trap that rattles rattle, like a maraca on there. Yes, <laughs> it's a little minnow that has a thing on it that shakes. The tail of a rattlesnake. 
I don't know what you're talking about. That makes no sense. Crown doesn't. I, make I'm sense. angry at the premise. Okay. You're reaching a bag of bait, pulled out jewels. That's stupid. It was very. <sighs> so did you like it or not? Oh no, 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 no. no. <laughs> well then, it doesn't so, matter. I wish though. Did the theme throw you off? Like you're like, I should I be reaching for worms. And this was the I game that I was after to play. Like I heard so much about it. It in heaven and hell. I wanted to play so bad. Mm. I played Cold Water Crown. It's very easy to learn. It's like so difficult to figure out which fish. The plot ahead enough that you get. What this fish likes fish. rubies? That's probably the hard part to figure out. Tuna. <laughs> Tuna likes rubies. <laughs> you can tuna people, but can you tuna fish? <laughs> Low hanging fruit. <laughs> Low hanging fruit, my friend. Just uh, like speaking of fruit. People. Speaking of fruit. Now this game was not bad. Citrus. Citrus. That's a game. No, this this is no. Oh. This is. Uh, it's a game I want to play. FYI. This game you told me I had to play. Oh, and you listened to me? Yes. Oh, look at you! Oh, and me and Enrique <laughs> played this game, and I said it's a real time game. And I said, "Oh, Kitchen Rush, Kitchen Kitchen Rush." I said, "This is not a bad game, but I don't want to play this." Why? And, well, I have a thing with real time games. I just don't really like them. I do, but this was the. I will say this: they create stress, which I enjoy. This is probably the best real time game I've played in a long time. Well, now you're confusing me. Because this is a game you don't like. I don't like it. But, it, but it's, it's the best real time well, game you've played. Well, it's kind of, and you have played. What's Jeff Engelstein's game? Uh, Dice Duel, Dice Space yes, Cadets, Space whatever. Space Cadets and, and all these other real time games. And I, I enjoyed that game. But kitchen, it was kind of complicated. Kitchen Rush is the best uh, real time game I've played in a while. Uh, wait, but wait, that's like saying. Wait, hold on. What was that game we played that was sent to us as a review card? Paramedic. Paramedic's Clear. I like that. I like Paramedic Clear. You like Kitchen Rush better than that? Yes, I do. But yet, it's on your worst of BG. Well, it's not. It's on my meh. It's gone up. Oh, it's okay. gone up. Okay. So I played it and thought, I don't know if I could recommend it, but it it was it had this little neat. Okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like you're changing your mind well, no, no. as you speak. It was okay. I hate to use this term, but it was cute. It was cutesy. And I don't like cute things. Why do you not like cute? But I like this. You don't like puppies? It had, no. You don't like kittens? No. Well, who hurt you? Why do you not a like cat? cat and a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a it, cat riding a dog? <laughs> yeah. It's the most serious. Uh, <laughs> Puss in Boots come up and stabbed you. So there was this, so you have these little meeples that are fruit and chicken. And, That's adorable. And so, but what the best thing was is that you have different size plates. Okay. And you have these plates, and so when you you flip over these order cards, and you have a timer, and it says you've got X amount of minutes, five minutes, whatever, and your workers are these little sand hourglass things that when you set them down as a worker in this spot, probably minute timers, you, you can't pick them back up until they're empty. Okay. So they so you're you got two workers or whatever. So I'll send this guy to the kitchen to be cooking this. I send this guy to here to get stuff from there, and you have to leave them until you get done. But you're putting the little meeple food onto the little plates, and you're trying to order stuff, and and you're trying to talk with Enrique, and Enrique has no concept of food because Enrique literally stuck his hand in a toaster like <laughs> six months ago, and he doesn't understand. Toast. Yes, he does. That's what we call him. Remember that we called him Toast for the longest yes. time. Yeah, his name is Toast. He, he stuck his hand in a you toaster. Get that, Joe G. He stuck his hand in a toaster. The bread didn't come up. But so you want him stuck, on our podcast. He stuck his hand in a toaster, and I called him Toast for like six months. He's in my phone as Toast. 
Anyways, so I'm yelling at Enrique, trying to get him to understand, like like faulty towers, like Manuel. You have to get, you have to get, get this over here. And then at the end, it's like you look at the orders and you see what you messed up, what you did right, and it's it was interesting. I would play it again, but so why is it on this list? Because it just did not blow me away, so it didn't make the blow away list. Okay. Okay, but well. it was all right. It was all right. Now the rest of these games are games that I would play again. Okay. And that uh, I go ahead. What? No, no. Well, you finish there, there what you're going to say. Games that I would play again, but I did not rush out and buy them. They did not blow me away. They're ones that I am riding the fence on. Well, I was going to say when you told me about these games, they seem to be games you enjoyed, but those around you weren't that keen on. There were some that were not keen on. AKA Bubba Enrique. Yeah. So, uh, Snowdonia, which currently has a, a very fancy Kickstarter, I think, which is just in Snowdonia's, f- yeah, that's like a... For a deluxe version. Lots of people like that game. I played it. I didn't think... I think the problem was is it got talked up so much in my mind that it was like the greatest Euro of all times, and people just loved it. It just didn't catch me. Hmm. But I realized that I was play- as I was playing it... Who made that game? It's uh, the people who did Flashpoint. I don't know the designer. Oh. Indie games, I believe. Um, that when I was playing it, I realized I'm tired. I've been. I, this was like the last game of the day I played, and I thought, I'm not going to be harsh on this game, because right now, I know I'm just tired. I, but I, it didn't blow me away. Huh. Its mechanics were not something that was just great to me. There, there was a lot of little fiddly bits to it, and I just, I just put it down of like, I made a note going, don't hold it against it, play it again. But it did not blow me away. What is the game? It's Martin Wallace. For some reason, Snowdonia is triggering this at me. Or A Few Acres of Snow. But it's supposed to be that game, but different. But it's Martin Wallace. You and Enrique played. Oh, Mythotopia. Mythotopia. We've never played that. I mean, Enrique played it numerous times. I love Mythotopia. How come we've never played it? It's because... Do you I, have it? Yeah, I have it. Why haven't we played it? Well, because we have so many other it's games. It's a battle game, right? It's a battle game. But it's also... It's deck... It's Is deck, it two-player? Yes, but it's oh. deck building. Well, I mean, you liked it. I so know. I trust I know. your opinion. Well, well, we'll play it. We'll play it and we'll... Uh, you have to get your opinion on it. Okay. But it's Martin Walls. Anyway, Snowdonia. Play it again. Another game that I'll have to play More again. More like Nodonia. <laughs> The next one, another Euro, Ligdom. Oh. I disliked Ligdom, the wood chopping game. Because that's what it is. You're taking your workers out into the woods to chop wood and then floating the wood down the river. I disliked it. The first part of it where you're moving around this track picking up stuff. It's like you're just walking around the track picking up, oh, I found a saw. Oh, I hired a worker. I didn't think that was thematic. I didn't enjoy that. Everybody did pretty much the same thing. If you're the first person to jump ahead, you can't go back. You, you know, you're going to go forward on this track. The first person in the woods, you get a you get a advantage. Lignum is Latin for wood. Thank you, Google. I did not know that. There was some fiddly mechanics with it, but it made sense if that you makes sense. You said mechanics several times this podcast. There was some by. fiddly rules to it. Okay, there you go. But it made sense. Uh, such as cutting up the wood and bringing it over here and feeding your people. It has to feed your people through the winter thing. It's one of those games that, again, when I played it, I realized I'm just going to have to give it another try. Got to give it another try. But, it again, 
It did not blow me away. Now, this last game, I kind of liked it. It almost made my list. Okay. It's an area control game. Bubba kind of liked it. Enrique didn't like it. Why didn't Enrique like it? Uh, because he lost it because I beat him oh. senseless. He does. I've noticed with Enrique, he tends to like the games he wins and not like the games he loses terribly at. I don't know. This was called Viral. Which I oh, ho- I Dice ho- Tower Essential. Uh, who's the Dice Tower? <laughs> I don't know. We don't just they who shall not be named. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I love the dice tower. I love you, Tom. Uh, speaking of which, what? going back to okay, by the time this posts, we'll have posted the one that we posted last time. Yeah, <laughs> <This> makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Go ahead. I found your video. <clears throat> you did. And I think I'm going to put it in the show links for the last round. Why don't if nobody you? clicks on it. When so I if you're listening to this and haven't clicked on it, I'm going to put it in the show notes for last podcast because that's where we actually talk about it. Where Jerry is on the Dice Tower. It's see Sam me. Healy's Thursday vlog of BGG 2016. You could see me. And Jerry Baker is in the first, like, 30 seconds, like that's you. And Enrique is lurking about in (laughs) his hat. Yes, if you want to see Enrique (laughs) and me, I forget, Enrique's wearing the, 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 not the fedora hat, the, what's the hat? I don't know what it is. It's super small on his head, though. He has his head, is gigantic. (laughs) If you'll notice. He, like, grabs something from you, like, walks around you, and then comes back (laughs) and stands there awkwardly. If you look closely at his left hand, you'll see the burnt marks from the toaster of that day where he stuck his hand in the toaster. Oh, yes, you can see me and Enrique live on the Dice Tower. I'm going to put that on the show notes for, uh... I remember for that. For our Inya episode. That was the day that I met uh, Dean, uh, 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 Paul Dean of the oh, Shut yeah. Up and Sit Down. Because you had Shut Up and Sit Down shirt on. I was wearing a sh- I'm wearing a Shut Up and Sit Down shirt in that video. Uh, uh, Paul Dean showed up late to BGG. I yep. saw him checking in. And of course, when I saw him, I had to, of course, point to my shirt and yell. And he <laughs> yep. was very busy and he smiled and point, gave me a thumbs yeah. up. I which think you're probably the only guy I, in there that had to shut up and sit down. And shirt. then I decided I have to go talk to him because this was several years ago. They yeah. weren't as popular. No. And I went over and told them how much I loved. I told Paul how much I love Quinn. <laughs> I, told, I was like, I love that man. I'm sure, he appreciated that. I love that man. I said, I've been watching y'all since y'all were on Vimo. I said, I, I just thought y'all were the greatest thing ever. I said, we are. I said, I'm like the American Quins. He didn't any. I don't know if he took that as a threat. I don't know why. I don't know. But did he? He was very busy. He gave me another thumbs up. Uh, you introduced me to shut up and sit down. I didn't know. Who, I've never heard shut of shut up him. and sit down. I'd never heard of him. I was all Dice Tower. Well, yeah. Because you, 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 you were all mainstream. I was super mainstream. I was all, I was all. As much as mainstream board, board gaming game. gets. I was all hipster. I was like, so you're watching YouTube, <laughs> but don't you on Vimo watching this British? Who watches Vimo? I was watching Vimo. I was watching the British shut up and sit uh, down, man. Hmm. Those are my guys. And now they've sold out. They're like super big. They're like going to be bigger than What do you Dice consider Tower. selling out? Uh, when you start. Well, they're not taking sponsors, but they have uh, very professional videos, and they are not recording in their mom's basement <laughs> or in their. So wife's. they're successful. So that means they've sold out. Yeah, yeah, that's how. That's, yeah, <laughs> if you're not living out of a van, no, sold out means you're going against what you used to believe. Well, no, okay, well, no, 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 shut up and sit they, down. Has they've not sold just out. become successful. Yeah, and successful. I would say the same for Dice Tower. No. 
<laughs> who? Who? Who are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> Proceeding on. Viral. You're just mad because I'm making fun of Tom. Dice Tower Essentials. I liked it. And so far, we have liked every, every Dice Tower Dice Essentials Tower game. You. I have hated every Royals. game Tom likes. So. Royals. Uh, Royals. Onitama. Onitama. He's got some others that I kind of can't remember. Was uh, that game that's basically Liar's Dice. Was it Dice Tower Essential? Oh, yes, yes. The, Me and Enrique uh, played it and we loved it. Uh, Spoils of War. Spoils of War. Uh, also, um, the Sheriff of Nottingham. Sheriff of Nottingham. I enjoy it. Good game. Uh, it's, it's not bad. Quality Productions. Viral was good enough. And they're all like it that they're not heavy, but they're not super light. And they're all, uh, they're just good, solid games to me. Viral has this your picture of the body, and it's the innards of your... The innards. I sound like I'm an old farmer. My innards are hurting. <laughs> I got the arthralgia. My innards are hurting. <laughs> and you have these virus cards, and you're playing, and you're moving your viruses around the body. It's just very interesting, because you're basically trying to infect certain parts of the body with your virus and run other people out, and you get... Is it like points. Royals? It's very much like Royals. It is a... More random, less strategic royals. Really? Yes. And, but it, it still but it had this neat deck building, which I don't like, but you're picking up cards and adding new cards, purchasing cards to your hand. And you have to think, I'm going to do this and run this guy out of this, uh, the spleen, and then I'm going to go for the colon. <laughs> I'm going for the colon. <laughs> Nobody's ever said, I'm going for the, the colon. <laughs> and the next thing. How do you get there? <laughs> like Enrique. Like Enrique couldn't figure out. Like we look at the board and it goes, so. There's two parts of the heart. Are there two hearts? And I said, no, okay, there's four chambers of the heart. But in this, they just depict it as just this side and this side. Oh. Interesting. And he's just, I could tell that he's staring at parts of the body and going, <laughs> well, why does he have two kidneys? I was like, because you have two kidneys. You don't have two kidneys. But, Enrique. But there's, there's kidney. two kidneys. Oh, Enrique. He actually has two kidneys that are merged together. Who does? Uh, either Enrique or the board of viral. I can't I remember. Know what one of them does. But uh, anyways, that's uh, that's viral, and I enjoyed it. And I thought viral was was decent enough, but it just didn't blow me away enough to get to my games that blew me away. So, but I would look into it. Did of, of all the games here that I would, if I had to suggest, did Bubba like viral? He played it and seemed like he enjoyed it, but he kind of was. You know, he was. He was oh. like, ah, okay. Did he like lignum? Uh, he's same thing. He's oh. he's wishy washy. Out of these games that we talked about, Kitchen Rush. If you're into real time games, Kitchen Rush. Yes. Viral. Out of all the games I mentioned, was probably the one that I enjoyed the <laughs> most. Heaven and Hell. No. Alta Plano. Someone's gonna talk me out of it. I at Ligdom and Stodonia. I need more time with it. Cold Water Crown. I just didn't. It just. It, it's like a dead fish. I can't make a joke about it. It's I, fishing. It's, I'm fishing with jewels. I'm out. Jewel fishing. You can save my soul. No. <laughs> Jewel. Jewel. Anyway. Wow. Let me look up Jewel. Whatever happened to her? Uh, wasn't she on X Factor there real quick? And then disappeared? I used to think she was so pretty. She married somebody, didn't she? Not that I don't think she's pretty now. But Her and Kid Rock did a song, didn't they? Uh, I don't know. Wow. Like her last... Her top song is You Were Meant For Me on iPad, uh, Apple. Mm. Oh, Jewel, where have you gone? <laughs> wow, that really brought... <laughs> I forgot all about <laughs> Jewel. Well, 
Oh, well, that's sad. That's sad. Okay. Right now. You were meant for me. I need you to do me something. We'll save yourself. I need you to do me a favor. <laughs> Foolish no. games. Give me your phone. Give me your phone. I'm not listening. I'm fixing no. to play no. it. No, no. no. <laughs> So give it. That's that's it. That's is we'll there, have five entities suing us at once. Inya's <laughs> people are vicious. <laughs> okay, I'll just tell you right now. Inya has some serious fans, and uh, so I'm those are the games that made me go, uh huh. Uh, next podcast will be about what we played for, I believe, our last game day, which was the 4th of July when we had a day off. And this is going to be like a month late, but we, that's okay. We played Game of Thrones. Yeah. We but with the expansion. Yes. Which oh, I, the four player expansion. Yeah, four players. And then we played. Uh, high, what, what we'll talk about on the next podcast. I really don't want to go over. But real quick, this is small, so it's, it's not really worthy of a uh, podcast. I played Visit from the Rhine Valley for Viticulture. Visit from the Rhine Valley? It's an alternative set of visitor cards from Viticulture. And? I really can't tell the difference. You can't tell that the Rhine Valley is different? Not really. You don't? I haven't played it. It's supposed to replace Victory Point, like Victory Point heavy cards for more cards that help you in producing your wine. I can see that, but I could really play with either one. It doesn't really matter. I went, okay, on my BGG app, my BGG stats, uh, I set up one for Viticulture. I played 10 games of Viticulture solo. Mm, By yourself. All by myself. Solo culture. Yes. And lost all of them horribly. (laughs) I'm not good. It's because you didn't have Chewy. The I did the aggressive variant where like every round I'm supposed to be okay. So round one I have to have scored at least one point. Round the aggressive two, variant. Round two I'm the supposed to score. Grapes are angry. <laughs> grapes of wrath. Grapes of wrath. Oh, that's a great show. Dust Bowl that happened here in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's, we're, we're in Texas. Well, son. I'm from Oklahoma. Just barely. And the Dust Bowl is still. Still hurts happening. <laughs> still happening. Still happening. It's still happening. It's still happening. It's happening now. We just don't talk about it. <laughs> it's called a drought. It's called a drought. Uh, I play the aggressive variant where like every round you're supposed to have, okay, you have to beat one point. You have to beat six points. You have to beat, what are you laughing at? The grapes of wrath. That was the greatest. I just, I'm sorry. I got to laugh about that for a minute. That was the greatest. The greatest. We're going to make a board game. That's called The Grapes of Wrath. And it just Viticulture. Be a bunch of, bunch of really mad grapes. John Steinbeck's Viticulture. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. Go ahead. Anyway, back to The Grapes of Wrath. You have to beat one point. <coughs> On round one, year one, yes, six points, year two. You have to be at 12 points, year three, something similar. It's very difficult if you go past the easy stage. You go normal. I never beat normal. I think I got up to the last year once out of 10 games. Usually in the third year, I lost. I didn't see a difference between that and Visit from the Rhine Valley when I substituted out the cards. I saw no difference in my scoring. Hmm. So I know you can do a scoring in solo where you just have it like at the 30, I think. No, 
I don't know. They ch- they changed it yeah. from the ex- uh, Tuscany from the original. I think the original was twenty. Now it's twenty five. Mm-hmm. But if you were to do the normal and the aggressive variant, you're supposed to have it. it it's like at twenty eight at the end of it. So wow. you should be at twenty nine. That's a lot. Yeah. So I thought about just setting my thing at twenty nine and saying, okay, I need to be at twenty nine points at the end of year seven. Hmm. Viticulture. I like Viticulture Solo. I like the Automa. It's good. I enjoy it. It's good. The aggressive variant, the Grapes of Wrath, it's tough. Ha- have you tried the uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape expansion? <laughs> no. No, I have not. I've never I've never actually seen that movie. That's with Leo. <laughs> I know. And, uh, I know what it is. And Johnny Depp. <laughs> Oh, okay. Anything else grape related you want to get out? Uh, no, I can't think of anything <laughs> right it. now. I'm like wrapping my mind. Oh, something else. Another small game. I bought one of the newer unlock boxes. Again? Why a, do you keep buying those a things? A no side story. I got it. This was a one lock. Quit. It's supposed to be the easiest. Why do you keep buying? Because <sighs> I. Th- I think I enjoy them. You don't enjoy them. <laughs> it made me you angry. Always give them to me. I got to one point where it, it, this one instructed me. This is unlock secret adventures, a no side story. It's the clown again. The clown. Yeah. I made it. I was cruising along, doing fairly good. It gets to this one point. I'm not going to say for whoever, whatever. It has you d- destroy a card. Destroy it. You're supposed to cut it. Don't cut it. But when you cut it, you're supposed to receive a code. Wow. I didn't get that when I did that. You cut it and it I didn't. did it and it didn't. I, I did not register in my brain what I was supposed to be looking at. So one of the codes I was supposed to get, I never got. I could not comprehend at all what this thing was wanting of me. And I studied that stupid room for so long and got so angry, I just gave up. I was done. I made it probably 15 minutes in. <laughs> and I was done with you're Unlock not, and Outside Story. Not exactly, you're not exactly the person that's going to be, you know. We've done one escape room in which my job, I took upon myself, was <laughs> shouting the countdown. You encouraged- we got 30 minutes left. You're encouraging everybody. You're doing great, man. You're doing good, guys. Keep it up. Oh. So the unlock games, the exit games, they're not for me. I enjoyed the exit games. I want to think I enjoy them, if that makes any sense. I, I like the idea. I love the idea. But uh, they never work out for me. Uh, I'm terrible uh. at them. Well, we'll just know if we ever lock you in a room, you'll never get out. <laughs> I will never get out. Well, Well, that's going to be all for us. We certainly do appreciate us. I appreciate, appreciate us. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Jerry. We, thank you, Gabby. Uh, I think that we're probably the best uh, podcast that you could be listening to on a Thursday. Sure, why not? I don't know of any others since the. Do not listen unless it's a Thursday. Yeah, Secret Cabal comes out on Wednesday. Yeah, we're the Thursday. Last hour's Tuesday. Yeah, we coming on Thursdays. Yeah, uh, Shut Up and Sit Down comes on like Saturday evening, Sunday. Yeah, evenings. yeah. Uh, so, uh, really? Blue Peg, Pink Peg is Mondays. We're literally the best <laughs> podcast on Thursday. We might be. It's like those know. television shows that come out on Thursday night. You remember, like uh, Thursday night used to be Diagnosis Murder, 
where you got no. to watch <laughs> Dick Van Dyke I, solve I murders. Watched, I never watched that. That was like in the 90s. You don't remember Diagnosis Murder? I, yes, I remember. Dick but Van I never Dyke watched. and his son, Jerry. Dick Van Dyke, when he was very old. He's very old. He's supposed to be a doctor. And him and no, his son, they'd solve mur- yeah, Diagnosis Murder. Okay. What about it? It come on on Thursdays. Oh, okay. And it was a mediocre show, but people so still watched Friends. it. Friends was not a mediocre show. No, but it came out on Thursdays. Well, yeah. So did ER. Oh, I didn't really watch ER. I watched Chicago Hope. We're in it. Oh, because I boo. love Mandy Patinkin. No, you gotta go. You uh, killed my father. You gotta <laughs> you go kill my ER. Father. No. Yes, no. it had goose in it. A goose? No. I like to think How that goose ejected, like goose? survived, and became a doctor. <laughs> Said, miss me with all this fighter pilot stuff. Oh, uh, Top Gun 2, 2019. I'll see you there. Please stay alive, Al Kilmer. What you about Indiana Jones 2021? <laughs> oh, Harrison. Just like. Please live that long. Just like Indiana Jones, we are done. Thank you for listening. All right, everybody. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.